All right, everyone, welcome back to the 411 on 778. I'm your host, Nate Spore, back with another episode. It's been a while since we've done one of these. It's been a very busy month, not just for me, but for all of leadership as well. And we've had very busy month. Of course, we've had the holidays. We've had lots of contracts, and we've had lots of other things keeping us busy. Uh, in this episode, I sit down with all three business reps, and we discuss what we've been doing as a local and they discuss all the stuff that has gone on through the year put together just kind of a highlight of how our year's been for our local everything that's gone on and what we have to look forward to in 2024 with that said here are business reps landon minor business rep kevin Watkinson, and directing business rep scott brown all right everybody welcome back to the 411 on 778 we've got everybody here today we've got dbr scott brown we got business rep landon minor business rep kevin Watkinson. just kind of a highlight on how 2023 went had a really really good year for the local Corey wallace was appointed to the position of grand lodge auditor congratulations to him uh, he did a, a phenomenal job here at the hall for many years and is well deserved Appointed to his position, uh, the new secretary treasurer, April Major, who is doing a phenomenal job as well. Anybody that calls up to the up to the office has had the pleasure of talking to her, and she's very knowledgeable and and very get filling into her new job role perfectly. Then also Grand Lodge Rep. Larry Young has announced his retirement, and that is congratulations to him on several years in the IAM and the and the phenomenal job that he's done. With that being said, guys. Uh, what all has gone great for you guys this year? I know we've got some organizing going on. Uh, we've had some contracts uh, that we've gotten done, and we've got some contracts that are coming up. So, uh, Scott, how, how, how did your year go? Um, overall, the, wheel, the year went really well. Um, just wrapped up Lab Conco um, probably a month or so ago. Got that, um, that membership ratified that agreement for another three years. Um, looking to do steward elections in, in that shop probably after the first of the year. Um, they've expanded as far as buildings and everything go. Um, the, the bargaining units just kind of spread out over multiple buildings, so we've got to get the steward situation restructured and, and get those elections. Currently in the process, um, as we speak, of getting APRO up and going. That's one of our service contracts out at Whiteman Air Force Base. Um, it's an interesting contract because um, it covers three Air Force bases, um, that of Dias, which is in Texas, and Barksdale, which is in Louisiana, and then of course here um, in Novnoster we've got Whiteman Air Force Base. Um, but Dias is represented by Bud Dolworth of District Lodge 776, and then Barksdale is um, represented by Wade East of uh, District Lodge W2021. So we're looking at starting negotiations with that company on January 10th or 11th, somewhere in there. Looking forward to bringing back a good agreement for them. And then, you know, we're already looking at next year too. So a um, couple contracts that will be coming up fairly early next year is that of Northrop Grumman, which is our bargaining unit that makes 20 millimeter rounds and projectiles um, out at Lake City. And then also we have City of Blue Springs coming up. And those city contracts typically operate a little bit slower so we've got to get started a lot sooner on those find out what the membership wants what's working what's not working and go bring them back a good contract all right you're going to serve you survey those folks right scott just like we do all the other shops oh yeah those all those shops um, 
complete the surveys, uh, get the surveys broken down to find out what's important to folks, and um, go after it. Yeah, those are something that, that take a little time to um, to get accomplished, but at the same time, man, they're really valuable when we sit down and we work on our contract proposals to find out what the membership really wants. So it's important when we do get out to the shops and we hand those surveys out, the folks get those and they, they fill them out and give us really what they'd like to see in their contract. You know, you're trying to you're trying to fit everything that you can into your proposal and everybody's got a different Christmas list, if you will, as we're at that time of the year. You know, those uh, those surveys help us and I know they they help me a lot and the shops that I've got and just to kind of piggyback off you a little bit. Um, this year, you know, kicked off the year with uh, SPX. You know, we had another, uh, with that shop, a one-year agreement. Uh, we're going to be actually going back to the table again in the early early summer, late spring with SPX. And so looking to get back in a cadence of a, you know, a three-year three contract again. And then WebCorp wrapped up a contract down in Web City. And that was a that was a that was a good contract for the guys. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of I kind of like that. You know, when you roll into that shop down there in Web City, you know, it's kind of like going back in time because that's a family-owned business. It's been there for many many years. They've been a part of the local for many many years. And uh, shout out to those guys. You know, our brothers that work down there in Web City. They really they really do a lot in Southern Missouri. All the shops they all do a lot, no doubt. We had Iconics. That was uh, that was a, a good contract for those folks. That was uh, <clears throat> that was interesting because that was a longer agreement that we were able to shorten the shorten the duration up on that contract. You know, just uh, just different dynamics. You know that that shop there brings in a, a heavily Hispanic uh, group for us and my steward uh, brother Sergio. I want to give a shout out to Sergio. He did he did an excellent job helping in those negotiations. You know, working for his sisters and brothers at Iconics, and so we got a lot of work that we're still going to put into you know into place as we go through these contracts. Just because you negotiate a contract doesn't mean you're done with that contract. You know, you're moving on to the servicing of it. Right, and I know that we had a. Uh, is that the same? Stuart that we we're looking to send to the W3 Center for the training for that specifically? Yeah, yeah. So um, Sergio, um, he's going to go out for Spanish leadership. So yeah, he's done a, he's done a great job. And again, I can't say enough about, about the work um, that he's done to help, you know, help his sisters and brothers out there. When you're a steward, just like you know, Nate, uh, that's a tough role. You know, you're out there, we're on the shop floor with your sisters and brothers working side by side with them. And then when you get those opportunities to to elevate to negotiating committees and things like that, you know, they're they're right there taking a, taking that chewing and and everything of what the folks would like to see in their contract. And then when they get back, you know, trying to find out if there was anything left and and all that. So Sergio did a he did a phenomenal job. You know, his first time on that committee and and he helped bring in a good contract for the folks. So at Web City, we uh, we actually met right there at the at the shop and uh, Richard uh, Bentley, the owner, uh, Richard and I met met together and we uh, we negotiated that contract right there at at WebCorp. I think it's uh, I think it's anytime you get those opportunities to do that, you know, you always take advantage of them. Yeah, especially if you got a good relationship with the with the 
with a company that you've been in there for several years. Yeah, and and with all the companies, you know, we've said this before. You know, you you've got to have a relationship. You got to be able to talk to them. You know, because if you're going to negotiations and and you're not, that's not going to help the membership at all. It's it's not going to be good for the membership if you're not on speaking terms with those companies. Again, when you go into negotiations, it's called negotiations. It's not mandations. Both sides at that time are getting that opportunity to. You know, put their proposals of what they'd like to see in the contract put forth. You know, I mean, for us, you know, a lot of times it's it's vacation time, the wages, things like that. But at the same time, the companies are looking at it too, going, "Hey, you know, they got a business to run. So, you know, is there things that they can modify and and their contract? It's their contract as well as it's our contract. You know, both parties both sign parties on have to that. live by it. Yeah, you have to you have to live with it. You know, and that's that's a thing. It can be. When you negotiate those contracts, it can be a situation to where you and that owner aren't seeing eye to eye or that HR person, you're not seeing eye to eye in regards to what it is. But I, th- I think when you have that good working relationship with them, you can talk and you can get points across. And when you have that openness and you're able to do that, you can try to find some of that middle ground, too, to work into those proposals to help both sides. And then ultimately, again, it goes back to the membership if they want to vote for that contract or not. Yeah, and kind of hit on hit, hit on what you started out with there. Uh, the union is the voice of the people, and it's the voice of the workers. And and your 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 voice isn't just it's not just votes. It's like you said, it's it's the attending meetings and, and talking to you guys and getting your ideas out. It's filling out the sheets on what you want in your next contract. It's not it's not just a vote on a contract. It's it's everything else that goes with it. So people need to. People need to voice their voice their opinions. So, Kevin, how about you? Yeah. So this year, um, I wrapped up ABF freight negotiations. Really good contract. All the members are pretty happy about that. So them guys down there, they're mechanics on eighteen uh, wheeler semi trucks. Uh, they do everything from the trucks, trailers, gears. Um, so really good group of guys. Good Stewart down there, uh, Chad Taylor. Shout out to him. He was on the, the negotiating committee. Uh, I think that's the second time, and uh, he really helped me get uh, prepared for that and understand what the members wanted in that shop. So a couple of the shops that I finished up this year was Belger Cartage. Um, we have a member down there. He does a lot of welding on the big booms um, and a really good mechanic as well. Another thing I was working on or got I'm working on right now is Oaks Buick GMC, former Main Street Buick. We're into a first contract with them. Uh, we're right in the middle of it. Actually, I meet with them tomorrow to do some more passing. Um, so hopefully have more of an update for them coming up. Going into next year, um, the Teamsters just got done doing their UPS contract. And so now this year, the machinist contract is up as well. The local, we have a local between Local Lodge 778 and District 9 in St. Louis. Um, so we're going to meet within the next month, get going with that. And then we also have, there's a national contract. Um, So I'll be on the national committee as well. Um, We're going to start that early May. T-Force also expires right when UPS does. T-Force Freight. Um, So I'll be getting going on that national agreement as well. And then towards the end of the year, the big one for me is um, the master contract for the dealerships. A lot of us reps got a lot going on this next year, and we, we had a great year this year as well. All right, so with the Oaks Kia then, Kevin, how did that negotiation kind of came up uh, suddenly? What caused that negotiation? Yeah, so when they were formerly Main Street Buick, um, that owner was selling that dealership. Dan Oaks is the owner of Oaks Kia. 
And so he bought that dealership from the previous owner of Main Street Buick. So when they bought it, they wanted to go into a standalone contract. So it was a pop-up contract that we are now doing. Okay, so we have more than one union at the Oaks Buick GMC? We do. Uh, We have local uh, Teamsters 41 that are in there as well, um, obviously in ourselves. Um, So what the Teamsters uh, guys do down there is they do the tires, lube, parts, and they also have parts drivers. Um, Our members um, are journeyman mechanics. They do the heavy line um, mechanic inside that shop. So they do like engine rebuilds. Uh, transmission rebuilds uh, stuff like that yeah so we do have other we have shops that we're at that have more than just one union in there so it's good to have those relationships with other unions and other locals yeah absolutely um you know we're at the table right now like i said with oaks buick gmc and you know we got our union and the teamster union they're at the table they have equal say just like we do and it's a very good relationship with um, the other union and it's very important to have that so do we have a lot of shops that are like that? Do we have, is it a lot of dealerships or is there any other shops that are like that? Um, so me, the only really shops that are like that with a joint contract with another union is the dealerships. Um, I do have other contracts that have Teamsters, uh, Local 41 in those shops, but they're separate contracts. Okay. Um, so I actually have, you know, SPX. So um, the carpenters have a contract. They've got the assembly side out there, and then we've got the the folks that do the manufacturing. So making the parts that the assemblers that are the carpenters uh, that those folks use. But we enter into negotiations together with uh, SPX. So also uh, out at Burden Fletcher, you know, we've got Teamsters that are out there, and we've got Graphic Arts guys. Um, so that's another shop that we uh, we go to negotiations with other unions. We have our quarterly labor management meetings and those other unions show up those business reps uh, show up and and so we have good we have good relationships uh, with those other unions and and work together to get the best contracts we can get all right and so we're always trying to organize the unorganized and so do we have any leads out there right now on some on possible organize, organizing of other shops kevin yeah so i got a organizing lead actually through a um, member um knew this particular person at this shop they gave us a call and i've been meeting with them every week and so far it's going really well okay scott yeah we've got a another pretty large shop that we've been working on for about the past year Um, it's a very large group it's over 500 um, potential members you know the theme out there has been it's a marathon not a sprint so we move as fast as they need to move but that group's been doing really well and just like kevin mentioned the lead for this shop came from one of our members who had a family member that worked at this shop and they were needing to organize they're wanting to organize you know that that's been taken off we've been getting assistance from the midwest territory on this on this campaign in fact they've sent some um, associate organizers and some grand lodge reps down to help us out with that and kind of take the lead to to make sure this shop has every available resource to succeed if they so choose um, and you know in, in general we've been we've been thinking about this it's probably something that's went to the back burner a time or two but it's kind of come to the forefront again just as a thought but you know we'd like to find a way to incentivize our members to bring leads forward um, you know and see 
have those things developed. So that's that's something that we're looking into that maybe maybe we can look at as a as a local to incentivize our members to keep their eyes and ears open for potential organizing targets. All right, so we're a little over a week away from 2024. Uh, Landon, you got anything coming up next year? Yeah, actually, I've got I've got several contracts coming up this next year. Again, I've got I've got SPX coming up. I've got uh, Arkema Union Machine. Corbion, in fact, Corbion, they're in process of, of selling, to, and today um, they've had some folks in that shop looking at it, so I'm waiting for the phone call anytime in regards to Corbion. Um, looking forward to um, working working with the, the membership at all those shops and the stewards and helping them uh, get get those good contracts. Also, as we know, you know we, we've got the Honeywell contract, and we're going to be getting back to the table uh, in the time to come. Right now, we don't have any updates uh, as far as the timeline. You know, the dust is still settling there. I think the membership spoke loud and clear to us on December the 10th, and we heard the membership, and, and we're going to go back and take that message back to the company and voice those concerns that the membership has and bring a proposal back for them to to vote and and uh, looking forward to that. So we're, we're excited for 2024. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good year. This was a really good year for us. All right, so I would like to personally thank the membership for getting involved. There's been a lot more people getting involved. There was a few things that I noticed. We had a really good turnout for the HELPS Committee cleanup of the Indian Creek Trail. That was a really good time. So I would like to thank everybody that helped out with the uh, Community Service Committee this year. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the podcast and, and helping to spread the word and getting it out there for everybody listening and to help everybody be informed. Also, looking ahead to 2024, we do have a committee that is starting up next year. Um, Scott, would you like to talk about that? Sure. Um, a member came out of the Honeywell shop, Carlos Rentis, and expressed interest in getting the Veterans Committee up and running. Um, we sent him toward President Kellogg's direction, and I think President Kellogg had some conversations with him and decided he'd be a good fit to, to chair that committee. Um, ultimately, Kevin appointed Carlos to that position, and we're looking at um, getting Carlos out to um, some Veterans Committee program classes out at the W3 Center next year. Um, so again, thank him for coming forward and stepping up to the plate to do that, and I think everybody's excited to see the direction that that committee takes off. Yeah, I mean, if it's anything like the Community Service Committee, it... it <laughs> It, it should be good. So that's another area where, or that's another instance of somebody just stepping up and having a voice, having a voice, bringing it to the members or bringing it to the leadership and and get the ball rolling. So uh, one last shout out here is to somebody that works behind the scenes a lot that people don't see is Kim, Miss Kimberly Saunders. Everything she does for this local as well. Uh, you guys work with her on an everyday basis, and I know she does a lot of work for you guys. So a huge, huge shout-out to her. And also to retirees, JR and Jerry Bracken. Uh, they do a lot of work around here as well. Yeah, the list is so long to thank everybody, but, again, without everybody behind the scenes doing everything that they do, this local wouldn't be able to do all it does, you know, it's all the unsung heroes throughout the year. And there's a lot of them around there's here. There's a lot so. of them around.
Yeah, you know, I just want to thank the bargaining committee with Honeywell. You know, as we went through negotiations, as we're going through negotiations, I mean, these guys have put a lot of time in. We started this process, you know, back in March, and uh, they've they've done well all the way through. Couldn't uh, couldn't ask for a better group of guys to be on the negotiations table. It's a tough time, you know. Anytime you get into dealing with money and people's livelihoods, it can get tough, and and they know it, and they know it's, it's it means something to people, and so you know, can't say enough about how how these guys have pulled together they put a lot of thought and effort into all the proposals that come forward and they have nothing but the best at heart for their sisters and brothers out there on that shop floor and uh, no doubt we're going to work hard to continue with that thought of keeping the membership and the forefront of what it is uh, that we're doing on the day in day out basis with those negotiations down there at Honeywell. I would even throw it back to you Nate for getting this uh, you know this is the first year we've had this podcast I think we got it up in um, mid-summer or so Um, but each episode's been been better and better and memberships provided positive feedback about these things so again thank you for having the initiative to bring this forward and kicking this off all right i appreciate your guys' support and wish everybody a happy holidays and a safe new year